spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, Steve Zinsmeyer, the wise man, and for Gatos. Gatos will be back on Tuesday. Hello, brother. Hello, Chad. So, uh, is it is it over now? No, it's never over. So, I know what you're referring to, by the way. You guys don't know. They were having a big hearing today. Did they get a lawyer eventually? I heard they <laughs> did get a lawyer. So let's uh, let's rewind a little bit, remind people where we're at with the election that never seems that to end. That never ends. Um, so Arizona has, what, 15 counties? 14 of them have already certified yes, their election correct, results. Correct. The one that has not, Chad... Is Cochise County. That's right. They have a board of supervisors with three members. Two of them are Republicans. One of them is a Democrat. I'll give you one guess as to how many of them voted to certify. Uh, one voted to certify. <laughs> the other two, not so much. So Cochise, they were supposed to certify their election results. By the way, nothing bad happened in Cochise County. And they there admitted were no that. issues. They admitted that. And they say as much. They were supposed to certify their re- election results by Monday. Every county was including Cochise, they did not. They said, we're making a political statement. We're, we're standing by our Republican brethren in Maricopa, Maricopa County. Right. By the way, all the Republicans in Maricopa County are voting to certify, so that's not exactly okay. the point of it. So it's now, uh, now going to be official. I watched this super exciting hearing today. You did. I came in here because oh I was watching God. the World Cup. I was back and forth. You Germany, Costa Rica. Oh, my God, who was going to win? Who was going through the whole I nine yards? I would much yards? rather watch that than what I watched. But yeah. you made a joke earlier about did they finally get a lawyer. The whole story behind that is... Cochise County uh, decided they were going to hire a lawyer for this hearing today. Makes sense. If you're going to court, you should probably have representation. That would be helpful. Uh, They made the bold choice of hiring a lawyer that they didn't ask if he wanted to be a part of it. Uh, It was the former lawyer of the Cyber Ninjas. And the hilarity to me is the fact that this Cyber Ninja uh, lawyer looked at Cochise County and said, oh, you guys are crazy. Yeah. I'm not representing you. If, if you're at that point where totally the guys cool the who represented Cyber Ninjas are like, you know what? I'm going to give a hard pass on that one. Yeah, I'm thinking, this is I'm thinking, me, man. <laughs> but they, so they show up to the hearing. No lawyer. They, they had an emergency meeting this morning to hire a lawyer, which they did. And he didn't show up to the hearing. Well, because he was busy. Because he was like, oh, that's today. Oh, oh. oh I can't make it today. <sighs> so they have no lawyer. The, board, uh, the Secretary of State's office, Katie Hobbs, by the way, who's governor-elect also, she had three lawyers in the room that I saw. And the basic premise was the Secretary of State asked the court, can you please make Cochise County meet today and certify their election results today? What's that have to do now by 5 o'clock? And the court said, okay, uh, why today? Can we just let them do it tomorrow? And the Secretary of State said, they were supposed to do it Monday. We're already three days late. Yeah. Just make them do it today. They're all here. They're all they in the room now. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. Here they are. And they all spoke at this hearing. So, like, why can't we just meet them, have them meet today? So, according to uh, Becky Lynn just reported the news, the judge says you have to meet at 3.30 today. You have to canvas by 5 o'clock today. And if you don't, then we'll go from there. That's I wonder exactly if they what will, the judge said. Because I, I do wonder, I think at that point, right, wouldn't you be bringing in the legal aspect of it at that point? Because you'd be going against the judge now. Maybe then they'll get a lawyer present. Uh, well, they'll be appointed one. <laughs> I, well, I think it is a little bit interesting because at this meeting, you have your two Republicans who voted not to certify. And then you have your Democrat who voted to certify, who's, by the way, an older lady and English. And she had to go up there on the stand and the judge was asking her questions. She's sitting there next to her Republican colleagues, basically saying, like, I just got to let you guys know that. 
if we hold this meeting tomorrow, they're going to stall. And they're going to bring up a bunch of election deniers who are going to take 15 minutes each. Yeah. And they're going to devote time to each other. And they're just going to spew nonsense for God knows how many hours. And we might not get this done tomorrow. If you let us meet tomorrow. And that means we it'll push it to it the done. weekend. So do it now. Or not, and and I and if they don't, do they get a bench warrant? Do they come out and potentially face actual criminal charges? Because that's the whole point. In reality, they broke the law when they didn't certify on Monday. Yeah, they already broke the law. The judge basically said that at the end of this hearing, before he made his final, like, you must certify by 5 o'clock. He said, listen, guys, the law says you were supposed to do it by Monday. You didn't do it. And you're not going to jail yet, so, so uh, get count, with it. Count your blessings. That you're even here on a Thursday and you're not behind bars. Because, I mean, we talked to Rick Romley, the former Maricopa County attorney. We've talked to Terry Goddard, the former AG. We've talked to several experts who all say you're already in violation of the law. Well, I said that yesterday to Romley. Isn't it about time that maybe you just say, hey, you know what, guys? Uh, We're just going to go through everything. And that includes if we have to arrest you guys and just allow this to happen, because maybe that'll show everybody else. This is not how you deal with certain things. I guess the interesting question now is, do they actually meet? And where do they choose to do it? I'm assuming they're all leaving the courthouse right now. You would have, Again, I would have said, you know what, guys? We're going to sit here while you guys meet right now. Well, and the judge asked at one point in today's hearing, how hard would it be for you to meet today? And the Democrat, Ann English, goes up and she goes, well, they called an emergency meeting at 10 a.m. this morning to hire a lawyer for this hearing, and we all showed up within an hour. So how hard is it? If you give us a court order, if the judge looks you in the eye and says, hey, you got to meet today, it shouldn't be that hard because you're all already in the room. And let's remind everybody, if there's, you know, even though there's no chance by the sounds of it, them throwing out all of these votes, it would mean Tom Horn would lose. And the sixth, uh, sixth congressional district, sixth congressional district would go from Republican to Democrat. Uh, Juan Siskamani yeah. won that seat, uh, newly elected. Yeah. And you got to wonder how those newly elected officials, uh, Tom Horn, I guess, taking over the position he used to hold years ago, you got to wonder how they're feeling about all this. Yeah. Because if if Cochise, for some reason, does not certify, despite the court order and the Secretary of State lawsuit, if they choose not to do that and those votes are just, just thrown away and ah. those Republicans lose those seats, I mean, Republicans already had a rough election yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, a rough election. Still having a rough election. You Don't worry, though. They, have, turned to, they turned to Blake Masters. We'll tell you about that a little bit later. You only have two statewide elected officials coming in as Republicans, and you're going to lose one of them because Cochise County, heavily Republican, decided not to count their own votes? It's almost like you want to teach them a lesson. Man, you know? oh, hey, man. you disenfranchised some 40,000 people. Have fun with that. Let, that. let your constituents come to you and ask you the question of why you did this. That's 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 what would have to happen maybe to get some people's attention. Uh, Steve Zinsmeister in for the one and only Gators. Be back on Tuesday. A lot of stuff to get to coming up. Uh, Biden's press secretary KJP says uh, or KBJ or whatever. Uh, she's not very good at this. I'm job. terrible with acronyms. Uh, she is very good at this job. I think she uh, she said that uh, Biden doesn't need to go to the border because he's 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 already been here. Wait uh, when? Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that straight ahead. It is the Gators chat show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show. Of course, the program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Uh, KJP, hit it. Thank you, Corrine. Uh, Kevin McCarthy says that he invited President Biden down to the border. How does the president RSVP? <laughs> 
We know we know the president's never been down to the border. The possible next speaker says that he wants him to go with him. So is he going to? So look, uh, he's been there. He's been to the border. Lie. Just want to say lie. Order. Uh, and since he took office, when, when did he go to the border? Since he took office, the President Biden has been uh, taking action to fix our immigration system and secure our border. And that's why on day one he put forward an, an immigration uh, immigration reform, a piece of legislation uh, to deal with uh, what is currently happening at the border. Absolute lie. Uh, he came to the border. Apparently, he passed by the border in 2008 when he was campaigning. Uh, was he in office? In he was not. He was not president. He well, was, he was VP. Does that count? No. Okay. This, yeah. as, as the president, and he said, the president has not been to the border. Right. Joe Biden's probably been to the border a few times. I don't okay. think a lot. Simple follow-up question then. When? Never. Show me when he went to the border. Tell me what he saw at the border. Tell me who he spoke to at, at the, the border. border. Tell me what he did to help the situation at the border. Yeah. Then and only then will I be done questioning you about the border. Yeah. I, my, I heard on Becky Lynn's uh, newscast, my orcas is like, oh, we're doing all kinds of good stuff. Right? We got like super oh, yeah. secret plans. So many good you guys don't even know the plans we got. They're super secret. They're pretty awesome, but I can't tell you guys. There's one guy that I know they want to go impeach, uh, and I have zero problems with it. I, you know, a, a lot of the other stuff, the investigations and crap, that's just what politics has become nowadays. But on the other side of it, he deserves to go. He's done nothing, and neither has his president. Now we have a new governor. We will totally officially in a little while. January, what is it, the 5th, I think? Yeah. Is it the first? Yeah. I it's think the it first is. week of January. So it, we'll have a new governor. And you posted something earlier about, because we talked yesterday with Biden coming here to, you know, to talk about the, the chip manufacturing, which is a great thing. Should Ducey meet him there? Yeah, that was the discussion yesterday. And I got to be honest with you, like, while I think that it was a good discussion and we had Jan Brewer on the show yesterday yeah. and she has the famous moment of finger wagging in front of Obama at on the tarmac. I think that was a great analogy. But truth be told, Governor Ducey is going to be gone in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that he can't do anything between now and then. We'll talk later about what he could do to help schools spend the money that they already gave them. Uh, but. He can do some stuff, but there's really not a big point to him meeting Biden at the airport right now to try to fix the border because he's not going to be working with Biden after three weeks from now or four weeks from no. now. So I think it might be better for Katie Hobbs to show up. I'm sure she airport. will get a meeting with him. I, if I Ducey should say, hey, look, uh, should tell the president, uh, I'd like to sit down and talk with you uh, when you're here, even just for five minutes. I think it would be good if I brought Hobbs because I think he's been pretty, you know, uh, uh, he's been pretty graceful in this entire situation. And we show up and, you know, and I think cinema should be here because that was I know cinema was asking my orcas question today and getting the runaround. I think I think a show of force of the Democrats and the Republicans here that, look, we, we get rid of the R and the D when it comes to this insanity here. You need to fix the problem. This is a federal issue, and you're not doing anything at a federal level. What I'd like to see Hobbs do in this scenario is show up to the airport and bring a couple of people with you. Who are those people? Well, how about the mayor of Yuma? Yeah. 
How about a mayor of any border town that's affected by this immigration and this border crisis? How about bringing with you uh, an immigrant who has been here for a while and is trying to go through the legal process, but it's taking years? How about you bring with you uh, a Border Patrol representative? I don't know who that is, but bring those people with you to the airport and say, Mr. President, it's so nice to see you. Katie Hobbs, I'm going to be the Democratic governor. She's probably going to have to remind him who she is. And then say, I'd like to introduce you to some of the people who are most impacted by what's going on at Arizona. So Maybe you can have somebody who's just newly come here and said, look, you know, I just walked across the border and nobody stopped me. <laughs> right. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like, you just walk back and forth. But I think it's important to bring people from both sides of the, of the argument. To make it a non-political thing where, look, this is a ridiculous and thing. We shouldn't be fighting be. about this. It shouldn't be political. But it is. Because we, we talked this week about how all of a sudden Democrats are the ones speaking up about the border. Uh, Mark Kelly, Senator Mark Kelly was on Arizona's Morning News yes, today talking about how he's concerned about Title 42 going away on December 20th. 21st, I 21st. They have zero plan for that. I just saw on Fox News 400,000 people that have been encountered and re-released out here since October. This is They're breaking records, and they're expecting what when Untitled 42 goes away? They expect that to grow exponentially. Yeah, I mean, when you telegraph the punch, when you tell people, hey, it's going to go away in five weeks, which is when they announced it, that gives people five weeks to show up at your front door. Yeah. And so I, I would expect that those numbers will be bigger come December 21st when Title 42 goes away. By the way, quick refresher, Title 42, it basically lets the government send certain people back to their home countries. It was supposed to be about COVID. Yeah, pandemic Don't era. Don't bring COVID into America. We can just send you back. And now that COVID's not as big of a deal as it was when it started, It was very interesting. Away. I think Brandon Judd was on yesterday or today with uh, uh, the morning news. and Border Patrol uh, representative. Yeah, Border Patrol. The guy that kind of is the chief of the board. He's really a Border Patrol agent, but he's kind of the head of their, their unions now at this point. He said that we haven't turned anybody away anymore. We're not even doing that anymore. He goes, if we've, we, everybody we encounter now, we just essentially, they're ushered in. That's insane. That is absolutely, that, can, that is not a way to run any kind of, imagine having a business where you let everybody take everything. What kind of business would that be? A business that would be going out of business eventually. All right, coming up, it is the story that a lot of people, I, I, it is so bizarre because I've got friends in Europe who asked me to, do, uh, to come on and do some stuff about this story of what's going on in Idaho. Four people dead, young kids, all 20 years old, found absolutely butchered in their home. And every day something new comes out and it's something that the police said, hey, you shouldn't worry about this. Our buddy Alex Stone's going to join us straight ahead to talk about it because it changed. And last night was a night of vigil. Some of the parents showed up. And to think that some of those people there, the candlelight vigils, do you think everybody was thinking themselves, did somebody here kill those people? Creepy, right? Talk about that straight ahead. Steve Zinsmeister, in for Gatos, get us a chat show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. It is a mystery for sure. Even the world is talking about it. And uh, there's only one person we can turn to uh, to talk about this because he's covering it uh, from top to bottom. Joining us now, ABC's Alex Stone. And Alex, uh, every day, something new with the police. Every day, they juxtapose their position from the day before or what somebody else says. And, uh, man, it is, uh, it's, the weirdness not isn't just about what happened. 
happen, which is awful. But just how bad they seem to be doing. It's like the it's uh, Keystone Cops. Well, yeah, we're talking about in uh, Moscow, Idaho, the, the four students who were murdered uh, now 18 days ago. And I was telling you yesterday that the uh, the lead prosecutor had come out and said, well, maybe the, the victims weren't the ones targeted, but the home was targeted. And last night, police put out a statement in response saying, well, they don't know if the home or any of the students were targeted, but the messaging all along has been that this was a targeted killing. And the police chief even yesterday told us, I'm going to stand by what we've said all along. We believe this is a targeted attack. We believe. And then today, uh, Moscow police uh, updated their statement to say, well, they misspoke in their statement last night. They meant that they believe it was targeted, but they don't know if it was a home or the students who the, the killer was going after. Why do you go after a home? I know I was going to say try to stab the home. Yeah, I mean, you're going after the, the victims in the home, so wouldn't they be the ones targeted? So from the beginning, this has been a mixed message, uh, a lesson in media relations and public information and limiting information going out and the community getting angry at the lack of information. Chief telling us yesterday he takes the blame for at least early on the lack of messaging at the beginning of the case when they wouldn't say anything and people got angry and he said... Um, and, I, and I own the uh, the messaging problem at the very beginning. Um, we should have done a little better than that and because we knew we had a little bit a huge issue with that, and we needed to correct that. Um, you know, we've never needed um, a PIO per se for something like this before, um, but we corrected that. PIO being a public information officer, that they've never needed one before. He says that their normal calls are noise complaints and dogs barking, and but he says they are up to this and that they are trained and they are leading the investigation. Media rep from uh, Idaho State Patrol now leading uh, media relations, but still. A lot of pressure, mixed messaging, not giving answers to, to calm the community, refusing to say anything of what they know in the investigation, if they know anything. It doesn't seem like necessarily they do about how this went down or, or why. So a lot of people, parents of the victims included, saying they want answers and, and they're not getting them from police. Alex Stone, ABC News with us. Uh, Alex, I understand that there is a vigil for the victims. It's not like the vibe at a vigil is ever good, but is it different when you look around? And, and you say to yourself, like, the killer could be among us. Yeah, and the families were saying exactly that, that uh, some of them haven't held funerals because they don't want the killer to show up to the funeral and not know that, that he or she is there and that nobody knows where they are. Sounded like this. They held it in town and, and families were worried that the killer may have been in the crowd. And police said that they understood the killer may have been there as well, but they don't know who it is. And parents, uh, they talked about their children who were killed in the murders. I'm sure that you spend as much time as possible with those people because time is precious and it's something you can't get back. The police chief was there. The, the parents were all there. And still today, and I say it every every day that we cover this, no suspect, no motive, no murder weapon, 18 days after the, the four students were murdered, uh, sleep in the, the home, and, and police are indicating they have no idea who did it. Hey, Alex, uh, DNA. They, they've had the chance now, the scope, to get through all that stuff. Uh, you know, I've seen everybody from the FBI to people who are former police officers come back and say, by now they should have DNA stuff back. Obviously, if you're in prison and you've got DNA and you've given it, well, they could find you. Same thing if you've maybe out of prison, but you've given DNA in the past. I mean, it, it feels like we're not even getting any answers on stuff that you would think that we would say, well, we're not naming a suspect doesn't mean we don't have one. Yeah, well, so they sent about, I think the, the number was about 150 items to the 
lab. They're beginning to get some of them back. We're told by sources, but the the police chief won't say if they've gotten any information out of it. And uh, our our teams asked him yesterday, "Okay, tell us, are you more hopeful today than you were yesterday based on what you're getting back from the DNA lab? And he said, I'm not going to tell you that. And he said, I'm always hopeful uh, every day that that I wake up that that we're going to solve this. But he wouldn't say if they're getting anything positive, if they're not you know, we didn't. We weren't asking for details, um, but just in general, uh, are you getting any information? He wouldn't say. Yeah, crazy. Alex Stone, ABC News. Thanks for being uh, on top of all this. Talk to you soon. You got it. Thanks, guys. Usually, when the police say uh, we're relying on tips from the public, yeah. not a good sign. No, and they put up a uh, phone number earlier today. They were out splashing it everywhere for the nation to see. Uh, you know, and there's a very good chance this person is gone, gone. Like, disappeared. Yeah, that's more than possible. You know, I mean, but the whole, like, well, they were targeting the house. Were they targeting the house because the people that used to live in the house were maybe bad people? Well, I mean, I guess you could say targeting the house for, like, theft, maybe? Or, like, a different crime aside yeah, you from come stabbing in there somebody? Without, you come in there uh, hardcore. But I'm thinking, when I heard the targeting the house, I say, I, my first thought is, was this one of those things where maybe the people lived there before, maybe they were some bad people, and maybe these were guys coming to do something, and you found out, oh, they're just a bunch of people, so I just killed everybody in there kind of thing. That guy did. And I say guy, even though that could be a girl, but it's a guy. Uh, what makes this so frustrating is they literally have nothing. Nothing. And, like, I don't I don't want to immediately jump to, like, the police aren't doing their job because it's like, well, how, how do you expect them to get something? They don't they even have, have a, P- a PIO. No, I, I, the hilarious part of that report is that they're like, well, we're used to just cats being stuck in trees, basically. Yeah. I mean, you, that's one of those things that. where you it's you joke about Andy, May, you know, you know, Mayberry and, and you know, and all, and you know, Andy and all the Barney Fife, but it's that kind of little town. And now four people dead and no suspects whatsoever. Crazy. Coming up next, Kanye West said possibly the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's up there. And we'll let you hear it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, Afternoons. It's one of my favorite events that we do every year. Join Mike Broomhead and KTAR on Saturday, December 10th for Red and Blue at the Zoo Police and Fire Appreciation Day. The first 1,000 police and fire first responders to present their ID will receive free admission for themselves and three guests to Wildlife World Zoo Aquarium and Safari Park in the West Valley. Head on over to the contest page at KTAR.com and get all the details there. Do it! Do it! I've been to every one of those, by the way. You gonna go this year? I'm gonna go. Yeah, I got my tickets already. Fantastic. At the contest page at KTR.com. KTR.com. Get over there. See it. Love it. All right. uh, Kanye's been melting down for a while. Oh, we're gonna talk about this. Uh, Hold on. Let me strap in my seatbelt. Yeah. And the meltdown has gotten weirder and weirder. And, you know, the whole thing's with the Jews. And and it got even weirder. He was going to go DEFCON. Well, he went DEFCON on his career. And then today he decided to nuke his career. He went on with Alex Jones. He went on with Alex Jones. I can tell you guys right now, frogs are gay because of all of the stuff they're putting in the water. A bunch of gay frogs. You guys know that. So Alex uh, has him on. And people have, if you care, if anybody cares about Kanye, either he is schizophrenic or he's he's evil. That is a good question. If anyone cares about Kanye West, uh, I think you'd be surprised how many people care about some of the stuff he says. That's hence the reason why all these I people know. get the, that that lunacy and they feel well. Maybe I could say some stuff. But today was well, it was uh, it's interesting. I think that's the best way to describe it. How would you describe it? 
You've heard a bit of it. We're going to play well, some of it for you guys. Yeah, I want to hear it, but also uh, I would preview it by saying it's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Ever. Ever. Maybe. Well, that's right. Ever. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I, I, see, I, I see good things about Hitler also. I see. Oh, it gets better. Oh, uh, I see good things about Hitler also. Oh, now, boy. not only is he on his show... He has got a balaga, which is the, a pullover so you can't even see his face. Is that a fashion thing? Yeah, and balaga, by the way, for those of you not keeping score, is in a lot of trouble right now because of the pictures of the little kids and the BDSM bear. Balenciaga. Balenciaga, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I, I, you and I, I aren't wearing that. that. You and I aren't wearing it because no. I'm not paying $900 for a T-shirt. So... He's so you can't even see his face. No. Halfway through the interview, he takes out a butterfly net and talks through it in weird voices. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. But so as we've heard so far, the good stuff about Hitler, according to him, he's not done. This guy that invented highways, did invented not. the very microphone that I use as a musician. Did not. Did not at all. He didn't do either of those. No, things. no, no. He, 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 he. The Nazis. Had a, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. The Nazis were widely credited for the creation of the Volkswagen Beetle. The Beetle. Well, they're, but they're, not the highway. Well, the highway. The way that he did highways. Yes, they pushed it because he wanted everybody to have a job, so everybody could buy a Beetle. That's why it's the people's car. Yeah. Uh, more about Hitler. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Here's, here's the thing. Uh, this is my initial reaction. I am one of those people who believes that there's good in bad people. People can do bad things and still be good people. But that gets thrown out the window when you murder millions of people. Yeah. Specifically, Absolutely. five to six million Jews in the Holocaust. Yeah. That was that guy. That was that you guy. You throw away any right you have to say, well, I mean, I did some good stuff. No, that goes out the window. That is not a thing Remember anymore. the time I gave you a sandwich? It doesn't count at this point I in held time. the door for you. No, I don't care. It yeah. doesn't offset the bad. So... There's a certain line you cross. There's a certain number of, like, grievance. Uh, this is the worst person in the history of our planet. Yeah, he also talked about how much he liked Mao. Uh, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Mao Tse-sung was arguably the, the worst person on the planet outside of Hitler. He killed 50 to 100 million of his own. He didn't really care. Right. Uh, but... And I saw Becky in there. You were like this with you put you. Oh, my God. I can't believe he I said I couldn't that. even hear Bayer listening to him say that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, so how about this? This isn't really my place to do this, but can we just ban Kanye talk from our show? Like, moving forward, this isn't really my place to do this because I'm a fill-in host, but... Uh, like people need to stop giving him a platform. Well, I at think some he's point. mentally ill. I don't think he is. He is. He is exactly. So why? I think he's schizophrenic. Why bring it out there? Because well, it's because the it's of a lunatic. Where are the people around him that are going, dude? You need some serious help. I don't even think he's got anybody right because apparently he also said he was on an airplane and the Jews tried to take the airplane down. I'm curious what happened when he pulled out the supposed butterfly net and started talking through it. Did um, Oh, Alex freaked out did along he the say, Did he say something like, why are you talking through the butterfly net? Or just like pretend that it wasn't there? Uh, no, I think they're just letting him do his own thing. Oh, he also went on to say how much he liked Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, of the thing. Uh, and uh, he wasn't finished with the Jews. Because Jesus can save everyone. And, but if the Zionists can get us so afraid that they're going to do what they've been doing to me, attempting to put me in jail, 
freeze my accounts, smearing me on the media. It's not the same. No, that's not. not an equivalency. He is uh, he has lost his mind. And I think the the thing is watching somebody melt down because I, I said he's got kids. That was brought up in the interview. He said, oh, my baby mama makes a ton of money. They'll be fine. He is for your kids, man, somebody get a hold of a human being who, if you really care about him, either you really are an anti-Semite, you really are a, a, a Nazi-loving person, or you've completely lost the plot in the world that you live in, or I, I just... It's, it's insane. First thing that needs to happen is news shows need to stop having him on and interviewing him. I know InfoWars is far from a news show. I won't give them that credit, but people need to stop talking to him, stop giving him a platform, stop giving him a place to say these things and to do these things. And then guess what? Magically, criticism of him will likely go away because none of us will be caring about what he says. None of us will hear it. Was he in New York by chance doing that interview? No, he was in Texas. Oh, too bad. Let's take him to New York and let him say all that, and then he'll never leave because they will snap him up off the street and put him in mental health care. Yeah, that's That's right. That's their new law there. That's right. We're going to talk about that next hour. Uh, That is Becky Lynn. She's here. Uh, Gato's gone, uh, but he'll be back on uh, Tuesday. Uh, This is the Gato's Chat Show.